Turn with me in your Bible tonight to the book of Daniel. We're going to be reading in chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6, we're going to start in verse 16. Then the, excuse me, then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel, and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet, and with the signet of his lords, that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions, And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him... Innocency was found in me, and also before thee. O king, have I done no hurt. Then was the king exceeding glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him, because he believed in his God. Y'all probably all remember this story from Sunday school when you were a kid, how Daniel was intent on serving his God. No matter what the decree of the king was, he was going to serve his God. He wasn't going to let that pass. And he was found in contradiction to the law that was made. And they took him and the punishment for this was to be thrown into this this den of lions. Have y'all ever seen lions devour a piece of meat? You know, man, they just, they don't sit around and, you know, nibble and chew. They, they rip into it and it's, it's get everything you can while you can get it, right? So, you can imagine that, uh, there was probably a lot of things going on in Daniel's mind when they threw him in this lion's den. You know, what this, what this word doesn't tell us much about is what went on behind that stone that they placed. They placed a stone there, they sealed it. But that's all we know. All we know is that Daniel said, God sent an angel to shut the mouth of the lions. And I'm okay. That's all we know. I mean, for a lot of reasons, that's all you need to know. But you have to put yourself in that situation of what what Daniel was going through. I want you all to see that, that the things we go through in life are not much different than this den of lions. Because we're often thrust into situations in our life 
where we find ourselves in, in a very undesirable place and we cry out to God and say, God, help us. God, help us. We don't know what to do. Y'all, what do you think Daniel's prayer was? What do you think he prayed? I guarantee you he prayed, God, help me. (laughs) Help me. (laughs) You know, you ain't got to sit and think up, God, this is what you need to do. You need to do step one, step two, step... No, God, help me. That's all you pray, right? That when I, when I find myself in that kind of a situation, not that I've ever been in a den of lions, but metaphorically speaking, when I find myself in that kind of situation, I don't, I don't try to give God instructions on what He needs to do. I say, God, help me. And I guarantee you that's what Daniel prayed. Now, Daniel was in a little bit different place than some of us, y'all. His faith was strong. He had, he had spent many hours praying and fasting. God had, uh, had given him favor in the situation he was in, being a captive in this uh, pagan and heathenistic uh, civilization. He given got Daniel favor. So there's a reason why God gives you favor, right? It's not because you're just somebody trying to attach a label to yourself. It's because you're the real deal. So Daniel had done his due diligence beforehand. Okay? So let's get that out of the way. He didn't just find himself in this situation because he was a passerby. Right? The very reason he's in this situation is because he dedicated himself to serving God. He said, I am going to pray. I am going to worship. You're not going to stop me from doing that. I don't care what the law says. And I want you all to know that if you look in the Bible, you'll see that that is acceptable in the eyes of God. You see, he tells us that we should we should honor the laws of the land and follow those, but we are not to put those laws above him. Okay, so Daniel found himself in this lion's den. Yeah, I heard a funny statement the other day. It says, lions make really nice pillows when you're in the will of God. And you put yourself in Daniel's situation with that kind of a thought. Y'all think, do you think Daniel slept in peace? I bet you he did. He may not have been very peaceful when he first got there, but I guarantee you, peace came over him. Because he understood what God was doing. You see, when you see God move, now we don't know if he physically saw an angel, if he's just assuming an angel came and did what he did, it it really doesn't matter. Daniel knew that the hand of God was at work, otherwise he would have been devoured. There wouldn't have been no hesitation, okay? If you look another couple scriptures down, you'll see that they took those men that accused Daniel and their families, women, children, all of them. These people were not normal, okay? (laughs) Don't think that these were good people at heart. No, they're, they're evil, okay? Daniel found himself in the midst of these evil people. 
And the king ordered that their entire families be taken and cast into this same den of lions that they just pulled Daniel out of. And guess what those lions did? They immediately devoured those people. It says they ripped their flesh from their bones and crushed their bones. So see, they weren't just sitting around, oh, come on, let me have a bite. No, they immediately attacked them. So you can't use an argument to say that those lions were full when Daniel was in there, so they weren't hungry. No, they were. But God's stronger than their bellies. God's stronger than that natural instinct that was in those lines. What all does this have to do with you today? I don't know anybody has any lions dens, right? Nobody uses that anymore for punishment. So how does that apply to me? What can I get out of this? Brother Tim? He does, that's right. That's right. Roaring. Trying to make a spectacle. We find ourselves every day in, in, in different situations that we can apply the same principle Daniel used to that situation and come out of it unscathed. You see, there wasn't a scratch on Daniel. They said they looked at him and they didn't find no harm had come to him. Nothing. Now think about this. What's your, what's your lines been? Where did you find yourself? You, you, you get in that situation, you cry out to God, God help me. Does He always help you? He's always helped me. It ain't always the way I think He ought to. Right? See, Daniel's ideal initially might have been God deliver me out of this den of lions. I don't want to be here. But God's will was that he stay the night there. He had a different way of going about it, but the same end result was he was saved from those lions. So whatever your situation, your trouble may be, you know, your expectation may be one thing, but God has a different plan. Sometimes it's that you go into the den of lions. Sometimes it's that you go through the night and you come out on the other side. So our prayer ought to be one not of God pull me out of this situation. God help me is good. That's a good place to start. But at some point, you have to step back in and see that angel that is coming to shut the mouth of the lions. Now, what I'm telling you today is watch for the hand of God. Watch for God moving in that situation. When you pray, your faith needs to be substantial enough that you can sit back and watch God work. See, if you're... At the, the whole time, you got a stick in your hand beating the lines on the head. You're interfering with what God wants to do. You might be stirring up more trouble than you initially had. Right? Y'all, we've... Many times in my life, I have fell into a situation like... God, how in the world did I get here? You know, I thought I was doing God's will in my life, but there I am. Do you think Daniel was doing God's will when he fell into that den of lions? He was definitely, he was right in the middle of God's will. So see, that's not a time to say, I'm in this terrible situation, God must have left me. God must have forsaken me. 
Otherwise, I wouldn't be in here. Oh, God, why are you doing this to me? Right? Y'all ever said that? Maybe not quite so dramatic, but you've said it. God, why are you doing this? I thought I was doing right. God, why is this happening to me? But you look at Daniel. Man, Daniel, y'all, I, I can't imagine what it's like. See, Daniel didn't walk into the den of lions either. Okay? There was no hope of climbing out of this place. If you can imagine what it was like, I, I just imagine uh, a, like a manhole in the floor, right? A big hole big enough for somebody to fall into. And that's what I see happening. High enough from the floor that you couldn't just jump up and grab it and there wasn't no way to climb up there. They had to drop a rope in, let you grab on, they'd pull you out. See, a den of lions is normally not intended to have an escape plan. Right? There shouldn't be a fire escape in a den of lions. There shouldn't be no reason why we need somebody to come out of there once they're in, right? That's the ideal behind the place is to throw someone in that they can be devoured and feed the lions. So they're ready for the next go around. Nobody ever intended for somebody to come back out of there, right? So you got this hole, they cover it with a stone and they seal it. There's another time that happened too. And I believe somebody escaped out of that one as well, right? Daniel went into that hole. You know, there may have been a part of him, the the human, just fleshly side that was scared. Let's face it, it's dark in there. There's scary noises. He knew what was in there. I'm going into a hole with lines in it, man. That's not a good thing, right? No good could come from this, <laughs> except God's involved. And see, God can make good come out of nothing, man. That's what's amazing about God. He can take a situation like a lion's den and bring good out of it. What happened next? When Daniel come out, the king had a different attitude, didn't he? The king now had something to relate to God. Just like when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into that fiery furnace, they looked in there and there was something that that was like the image of the Son of Man, it said. You call it an angel, you can call it Jesus, whatever you think it might be. It doesn't tell us for sure, but I guarantee you it was something righteous, something holy, something from God. Okay? And He was in there with them in that fiery furnace. And those guys didn't have a, a reason other than God is with them to think we're going to get out of this situation. I'm not even sure they expected to get out of it. But see, they were so dedicated to God, they decided, you know what, I would rather die in a furnace than to have to surrender my, my faith in Him. Fine, throw me in the furnace. And they saw what happened. And they, that was a testimony once again to God's greatness. Now, y'all, I want you to understand that. It's not about necessarily what goes on behind that stone that's so important. It's what comes out of that hole when the stone is removed. You see, Jesus rose again, that stone was rolled away, and the evidence was He was not there. Praise God. 
They moved the stone away and pulled Daniel out. The evidence was this man has been in a line, a den of lions all night and he's not even scratched. Praise God. You see, I want you to see that when you fall into your lion's den in life, that the testimony is not the terrible thing you go through, it's how you come out of it. You see, Jesus came out of that thing not walking, not not uh, looking around trying to push the stone out of the way. No, He was just gone. Rose again, miraculous event that happened. You can't deny that God was involved. The stone was there and it's rolled away. Daniel came out unscathed. How did you come out of your lines, Ben? Did you kick and scream the entire time? Y'all, I've done that too. God, get me out of here. I don't know. <laughs> right? Right? We've been through those situations before and you miss the fact that God is trying to use you as a testimony, right? That just escapes you. All you see is the terrible situation you're in. It's like, God, get me out of here. But Daniel saw something. Y'all, I don't know how much Daniel understood about what was going on, but I know what Daniel did is what we ought to do. You see, he believed God. Let's read that last verse one more time. Verse 23 says, Then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him. Why? Because he believed in his God. He believed. Now y'all want you to understand something. Fear may come into your heart, but that doesn't mean doubt has to. Fear may come upon you, but you need to remember that the Word says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I guarantee you when Daniel hit the bottom of that floor, he was already praying on the way down, and he began to praise God because those lines never advanced toward him. I guarantee you. They never licked their lips. Because they already knew. The Creator of the universe had already spoke to them and said, "Uh uh-uh, boys. You're not going to touch Him. You might as well get ready. It's going to be a long night. Right? (laughs) Those lions saw something too. That's right, Jerry. How do you go through your lines then? We get wrapped up so much in what's happening behind that stone. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if that king didn't run over to that stone during the night and stick his ear down, see if he could hear something. Probably all he heard was Daniel snoring. How do you go through it? See, you get we get wrapped up in what's going on in the lion's den. I'm in this terrible situation, God. What we need to do is stop looking at all that problem around us and start looking for God's deliverance and looking for the testimony God's going to create in the whole situation. Y'all, I don't know how else to say that tonight. I hope God's got a word for you tonight in this. I look at verse 22. This is the most, to me, one of the things that stands out the most. 
Daniel said, My God hath sent His angel and hath shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. You know what that says? God is in control. It says that with God all things are possible. Nothing is impossible. See, God has power over nature. What? Hmm? Jesus walked on the water. Why did He do that? Y'all ever wonder about that? Why did Jesus walk on the water? Just to show us He could. That's all that matters. Why did He calm that storm? Well, it's to save their life. No, it's to show us He could. He has power over the, the very storms in life, the, the nature, uh, the, the way animals behave. He has power over all those things. Now, he, it's not just about God healing somebody. It's not just about God providing some money for you when you're in time of need. You see, God has power over those things because He created them. So if He tells a lion, no lion, you ain't going to eat tonight, guess what? That lion sits over there in the corner and waits. Think about that. See, that needs to really sink in right now. You need to hear that. Because there's a whole lot of times I'm going through a storm in my life and and yeah, I might call out to God, but I seem to forget this one little crucial thing that God has total and ultimate power over everything in this world. You hear what I said? doesn't matter what your situation is. It doesn't matter how dire it may seem. God has power. That's all we need to remember. 